There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast episodes today and I'm really excited to talk with you today all about how to be accountable for your own behaviour and this absolutely includes being vulnerable and talking about shame as well. So if you haven't been following my book club and you haven't been following me on Instagram um, then you won't know that I have been really really into Brene Brown's work at the moment after watching her Netflix talk which is I think it's called cool Courage she's got so many different book titles I'm like is it a cool to Courage is it Daring Greatly but the book I have been reading is Daring Greatly which is one of her best-selling books and one of her most famous works as such and it's taken me a while to read this book just because it's such an in-depth book and I have been triggered and awakened and like had so many awakenings during this book that like sometimes I'm like I'm just gonna like put this book down for a bit but it's all positive and to be honest it has been such an incredible book for me to read like I know I bang on about The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein but I think this is another book that has rocked my world shaked my world in a really positive shifting way so if you're into this and you want to know how to like invite more love into your life um allow yourself to be vulnerable with your loved ones and even yourself and to work through shame as well. It's a really interesting book to read. It's not necessarily the most spiritual book. There are definitely spiritual references in there and Brene is quite spiritual herself as she um, talks about in the book, which quite shocked me because she doesn't really come across that way when you watch her in the show or when you watch her work online. But it's just a really all round good book. So um, yeah, if you want more info, check out my spiritual book club on YouTube um, or just check out the book and check out her documentary. But today I want to talk to you about how to be accountable for your own behavior because being a spiritual queen means that yes, we're love and light, but, and you know, yes, we work on our self-love and yes, we work on healing ourselves, like, you know, addressing wounds when they come up and yeah just being a decent human being and 
you know, living our best lives and manifesting amazing things, like that all comes under being a spiritual queen, but also what comes under being a spiritual queen is sometimes calling your own bullshit. And that is self-love because self-love isn't just basking in your light and basking in your glory and being like, I'm so amazing, look at me. It's actually saying that sometimes I can fuck up. Like, I fuck up, you fuck up, we all fuck up, we're humans, like, this is how we learn, we do things wrong, sometimes we say the wrong things, sometimes we do the wrong things, and it can be so, 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 so easy to point the finger at someone else, like, let's be real, let's be honest, it can be so easy to just sit there and say, well, I've done nothing wrong, this person's done this wrong, Um, so I'm the innocent party and I can just sit here and feel good. And really, it like it's, I've always, always, always been told by so many people of like, every person's a reflection of you. Every relationship in your life is a mirror to you. And I was like, bullshit. Like, you know, obviously some things, yes, I could absolutely agree with that. But there were a couple of like situations where I was like, yeah, bullshit. Like <laughs> that's not, they're not a mirror to me. Like Jesus Christ. And what I found in like my closest loved ones was that actually, I'd been sat in victim mode for a while and it was Brene's work that really showed this to me and showed this shame spiral that I was in. So it wasn't necessarily that Brene massively spoke about being accountable for your own behaviour in her book. It was more talking about the vulnerability aspect Um, and Gabrielle Bernstein's work really helped with this as well, I would say more so. So as you guys will know, I love The Universe Has Your Back, which is her previous book to Judgment Detox. And it is like, I've read it so many times. It's like my Bible, it's so good. And an amazing book for surrendering and letting go. But I have spoken about it so many times. So I hope you guys um, know about this book or have this book by now, absolutely. It's definitely a book for your spiritual toolkit. And I love that Gabby speaks in the later chapters actually about how we are gonna fuck up and it's actually okay if we fuck up. And she talks about seeing yourself and other people. And this is something which hand on my heart, I have actually struggled to do sometimes because when people do not nice things or like say not nice things, like how can I sit there or how could you sit there and be like, I see myself in this person. Like you'd be like, nope, we are different. Like I do not see myself in this person. So for me, like, in a couple of situations in my life, I was very much in victim mode, but without realizing my ego had been such a sneaky little bugger and had basically like convinced me that I was this like purely innocent party and being like, you're not saying things, you're like, look at your actions, Emma, you're calm, you're loving, like, you know, you're you know, you're doing all the right things and it's not your fault that these things are happening to you. Like, you know, it's not your fault that these things are being said to you. You know, you have done nothing wrong. Like you just stay in your love and light place. So for ages, this continued until I was like this, you know, this isn't shifting. This isn't improving. Like what's happening here? And it was really a moment within Gabrielle's book where she was talking about seeing herself within this other person. I think it was at an airport. She was getting like quite frustrated about her flight was delayed. Um, and she was like getting quite aggy with the, like with the staff and the staff were getting aggy at her. And she was like, why is this woman kicking off at me? And she was able to see herself in this person. And I've read this chapter like so many times. Do you know what I mean? Like I've read this book so many times. Yeah, for some reason, these chapters were like, 
new chapters to me and I was like wow like I'm really understanding other people's behavior I'm really understanding the motives behind other people's behavior and when I could actually look at this person or look at this situation from a new set of eyes a new set of perspective as such and actually see myself in this person I was like holy fucking god this person is a mirror to me like they actually are because they are hurting and this is why they are like saying these things or doing these things because they are in pain and then I saw the biggest mirror of and look what you're doing Emma you are reacting and the way you are reacting is definitely not how you would react in most situations in your life like you know I would be very reactive to this and I was like why am I getting so worked up why am I so angry like why am I like fuck you like blah 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 like that's not me but why is that me here like what is this showing me and it was to see myself in this person. It was to see myself and say, actually, we're both crying out for love. Like me and this person, like we may have different lives, like different backgrounds, like different pains, different traumas, everything. But do you know what? We're both crying out for love at the end of the day. And that's all any pain is, is a cry out for validation, a cry out for love, a cry out for attention, a cry out for love. That is what any pain is. And I was able to witness in that moment that actually, although yes, I may not be physically doing anything, but my words can hurt too. And my words were not clean. My words were not neutral. My words were definitely anything but positive. And I was like, this is not the way that you react to someone in pain. Like you're literally taking the victim mode here of being like, well, if you're gonna hurt me, I'm gonna hurt you. And that is what pain is, that's what trolls are, that's what, you know, any negativity or hate is, it's, it's, you know, wanting to make someone feel the way that you do, and obviously it was done in a very subtle way, in a way I, I didn't even really notice it until I was able to sit here, see myself in this person, to see that we were equally crying out for love in our lives, and that actually there were mirrors, like there were, as weird as it was, there were mirrors, And when I was able to like witness my behavior, I thought, why the fuck do you think this is continuing? (laughs) Like, you know, you're not changing your behavior and your behavior is reactive, meaning that there's just this cycle of reaction, 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 reaction. We're just both reacting to each other's pain. And it's like, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, so when I was able to witness this, you know, I was like, yeah, this needs to change, this needs to shift. So in that moment, I was like, right, I may like never receive an apology from this person and that's okay because this person's like not spiritual at all. And I was like, if I don't receive an apology from this person, like that's okay because I can still apologize for my part in this. And, you know, I'm sure if anybody looked at the situation from a bird's eye view, they'd be like, Emma, you have no need to apologize. Like, okay, you've reacted, but you know what I mean? Like you reacted to what happened to you. But in my head, I was like, but... I can see myself in this person and I want to keep my side of the street clean and know that I'm not adding to the problem and contributing to the problem. Like I'm resolving the problem. I'm helping to ease this issue and helping this person to feel more safe and vulnerable, like to be able to be vulnerable in their life as I'm being vulnerable right now by saying that I fuck up. Like 
you fuck up, I fuck up, we all do it. We are learning that as human and like, you know, sometimes as spiritual people, like I guess we expect or we beat ourselves up when we do kind of see that, you know, that pain we've caused or if we've done something wrong, we're like, it's the shame spiral as Brene talks about in her book. So when you kind of go into that vulnerable place, you're putting yourself on the line. Like you think about it, like apologizing for your behavior or actually recognizing your behavior or recognizing your wrongs is vulnerability. And when you put yourself on the line to apologize or to correct that wrong, or, you know, like in my situation, if like in the grand scheme of things, like that person's probably never gonna apologize to me for what they've done, but that's okay. I can still apologize for mine, that is vulnerability. But then with vulnerability comes shame. That fear of shame of when we open ourselves up so rawly and so openly, we are opening ourselves up to shame. And shame is, oh, it's a shame spiral. (laughs) Like, oh my God, shame is probably why a lot of us do react do hurt and I could witness that that actually my reactions were because I felt shameful my reactions were because I was like I felt shamed I was like why would you do that why would you say that like I felt shamed as a person so like my reactions were that shame coming up which I needed to heal so when I witnessed this and witnessed it powerfully through Gabby's book and Brene's book as I said and I actually held myself accountable. I was like, right, I'm gonna share this with a friend. I'm gonna share this accountability. I'm gonna share this vulnerability. It felt so much lighter. And I was like, do you know what? I hold my hands up. I fucked up. I shouldn't have, you know, I should not have reacted in this way and continued to react in this way because it's not just once, you know, it was a few times I've reacted in this way. That's not positive. That's not good. And it's not, you know, I'm sat here being like, why is the universe not improving a situation? Well, actually, I'm not really helping any situation with reacting. And I sat there and I was like, I know what I need to do. I need to be neutral. And when this person, because let's be honest, the universe was gonna test me on it by making this declaration, you know, when this happens again, I can stay in my neutral space. I can be neutral, calm, peaceful, and not react. Like, because I could, and it was like this whole new awareness washed over me of like all of this behavior. Like no longer was I feeling victimized or that, it was like a personal thing, if that makes sense. It felt like a, they're doing it because they're hurt. It's not personal to me. It's not like I'm a bad person or like, do you know what I mean? Like they don't hate me. Like it is their pain. They're projecting their pain. And my responsibility and accountability here is to make sure that I'm not adding to that problem that I can support these people in this way. And yeah, like just be neutral and see how see how that works. So I sat in this place and I was neutral and it felt good. Like it wasn't forced, it definitely felt good and it felt natural to be in this place. I'd like relieved myself of all this victim mode and ego and was able to see compassion and was able to see this person for the first time as well. And that's important because a lot of the time we can project stuff. And again, I'll hold my hands up. I am one of these people where when something has happened quite a few times, like you project and you're like, yeah, but you've done, yeah, but you've done that before. Yeah, but this has been said before. Like, do you know what I mean? Like we project because 
it's happened. Our egos love it. They're like, well, this has happened so many times before. This has happened before. Like, this means it's gonna happen again. Like, don't trust it. Don't trust it. Like, but then energetically, you're already projecting failure. You're already projecting, you know, the worst case scenario or negativity because you're kind of saying to the universe, like, well, that's what I believe is gonna happen. So the universe is like, okay then. So it can be hard to work on that belief. And these were small shifts for me. Like instead of working on my belief, I worked on my reactions. I worked on my input to that situation and energetically. And then from that place, the energy was able to shift. So I worked on me, I worked on being in that neutral, calm place, no matter what, and in all areas of my life as well. And I felt peace, I actually felt really good, like regardless of what was gonna happen, I felt really, really good. And that was because I'd witnessed like, probably a big thing for me, like a big block or a big, you know, lesson of being like, actually, you can apologize, it's okay. Like, witness this, you've witnessed this, this is really good. Like, you've witnessed that that's not the best way and that you were in your ego and you were in a victim mode and like your pity party was like going crazy. And I was able to pull myself out of that place and see this situation for the first time. Like, you know, I almost like just said, right, the past is deleted. Like, the past is gone. Like, and you know, obviously I say that within reason because you know, obviously if there's ever been any like physical abuse or emotional abuse with anybody in your life, you know, obviously like that's very different. Like you can't just switch that off and just be like, that's done. So use your discernment here of what resonates with you and what, you know, you feel is the right thing to do. This is, you know, I'm just sharing this from my own experience of like, this is how I felt that I was able to forgive that without ever receiving an apology. I was able to forgive all of this and to release it fully to be able to say, right, I'm gonna try this from a new perspective from a, a, you know, I'm gonna see this person for the first time without any of the past, without any of this, I'm not going to react. I'm gonna be neutral as fuck. And it's really funny because my friend Hannah, like, we always joke and like whenever she was like, Emma, you just need to be neutral. You need to just not react and be neutral. I was like, you don't understand. Like I cannot be neutral. Like nobody would be neutral. What are you on about? And like now I'm like, yep, she was really fucking right. And we joke about this because she's the queen of neutrality. And like me and my friends are just like, yeah, we cannot be neutral in this situation. But like now I'm like, yeah, no, I definitely can. And I can definitely apply that to all situations in my life. But I guess you have to be able to witness your reactive behavior. And I was able to witness that ego and witness that reactiveness and see the cry for love that was within me in this person too. And then I was able to have compassion. And yeah, I was able to see that, you know, these these things weren't happening because like they hated me or anything. It was just pain. Like they were just projecting pain and I was the most easiest person to do that on because I guess like being a life coach and being like a self-development, like people open up to me, people say stuff and they're like, Emma can handle it. Emma can like, do you know what I mean? So in my life, I've always been that person to everybody because they just think I can handle it, which is great until I react. <laughs> so yeah, like still working on that ego, of course. So I would really challenge you to... 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah, like, look at any situations in your life where... You're like, yeah, this person's definitely not a mirror of me. Like, why is this happening? Because they will be. They will be somehow. And look to see if this person is crying out for love. And are you crying out for love in any situation or area of your life too? So see this person's actions or words through compassion, through love, and say, why would they do this? Like, take yourself out of your body. Take yourself out of victim mode and be like, this is not happening to me this is just happening, it's just a reaction. So why would why would that person do that? Like, let's look at it from a higher perspective. And then you will find compassion from that place. You will be able to say, right, okay, this is why they're feeling this way. And you know what, I understand that. So it's not about me, it's not a personal attack, it is just a pain attack. They are just expressing their pain or their upset or their trauma. And unfortunately, I'm the one in the way like I'm the one who is being you know projected onto but that's okay because hurt people hurt people so remember that like hurt people hurt people and it's when you can see it through the eyes of compassion and you know if it feels good to you and feels in alignment to forgive everything that has happened even without an apology and release all of that even for just your own peace you definitely should forgive everybody regardless just to release it but that doesn't mean you necessarily always let them back into your life or you know like you continue that friendship or continue that relationship etc you know it is up to you of what you intuitively feel is best for you at the end of the day. But forgive everybody and release, absolutely. But also like if you are planning to like work on this or like, you know, you want to see if it's family, like, you know, have transitions and shifts and things, definitely like forgiving the past and deleting the past is a massive thing because if you keep projecting like nothing changes if nothing changes so if you are still projecting and carrying forward that burden and almost saying well you've done this and you've done that think energetically baggage wise like you're you're this person is like carrying this baggage and they're never going to shift because there's this like energetic baggage in the way where you've already put these like energetic blocks because you're saying you're projecting the past when actually this is like a fresh new day, fresh new energy. 
and shifts and miracles can happen at any given time. And then obviously look at your reactions, like look at your reactions. How are you energetically and physically showing up in this situation? Are you being reactive? Are you disconnecting? Are you like, yeah, like where is the mirrors here? Look at the mirrors, look at what this person is doing and look at where that is highlighting in your life because I was very much like, no. And then it it really was, it really, really was. You know, I could see a lot of changes just from, you know, repeating some of the mantras from Gabby's book. Um, And, you know, like I said, being able to witness this person through the eyes of love, forgiveness, releasing it, having compassion, you know, seeing myself within this person and like seeing these mirrors, like seeing the mirrors that we all have with every relationship and every friendship and every family member, everything. Um, So some of the um, good mantras that I've used throughout Gabby's book, um, obviously you can find them in her book, but I'll read them out for you as well, um, is I recognize my anger and I honor my reaction to the darkness. I know my true power lies in in my capacity to be the light. I call on the energy and thoughts of love to pour through me and inspire me to take action from a place of true power. And that has been such a good affirmation for me because it has allowed me to be like, right, stop pause, do not react, think, breathe, calm down and address it when you're in a good place of neutrality. So as you know, as always, the universe definitely did test me. So when this situation arose again and I didn't react, this person got very confused. And this person was like, hang on a minute, what's this woman doing? Like, she's not reacting, okay. And I continued to not react and not react and not react and I won't lie they did try like it did try and I was just like I'm not gonna succumb to this I know this is bullshit I know this is not true what they're saying and I know this is like bullshit so I'm just gonna keep showing them love compassion and neutrality and eventually because energetically, remember the universe has to match us because I truly, and remember the the point here is like, I didn't fake any of it. I wasn't like, I'm gonna force myself to do this. I wanted to do it. And I was in a place where it felt good to do this. Eventually, you know, I was like, the universe has to meet me here. The universe energetically has to meet me here. Like this situation like has to, there's no other option. If I am not reacting and not adding to a problem, Do you know what I mean? Like energetically, it literally has to meet you there. And it did. It took a couple of weeks, but it did. And it was weird because I was almost like, ah, this works. Like, okay, if I don't react and I am love and light and I can have compassion and continue to be vulnerable with this person. And this was like a really key part for me was to actually be vulnerable with this person and say, look, I see this and that's okay. Like I sometimes feel like this too and it's okay to talk about these things. It's okay to feel this way. And from coming from a place of vulnerability, it allowed this person to be really vulnerable with me. And it was quite a healing healing conversation, a healing thing that happened. And for me, I was like, wow, like look what's happened. Like you've sat here and being vulnerable. You've apologized for your behavior. And I was, I was really apologetic. And I was like, 
I should never have said these things and I should never have done these things. Like, that's not who I am and I'm, I'm sorry. And I said, but I also witness in you why you say these things and do these things because I'm reacting to you and I'm hurting you with what I'm saying because I want to make you hurt for what you've said to me. And I said, you know, this isn't, this isn't how, like, it should be. Like, it's just not. And I, you know, I never, I never got an apology, but I didn't need one. I'd already forgiven it and healed. And what happened from that place was massive, massive shifts and positive shifts and actually a really good energy and a really good, you know, a good result or a good kind of foundation to like build off in a positive way. So for me, like being vulnerable was like the best thing I've ever done, literally. And I do think I am quite vulnerable. I mean, look, I share all these things with you guys. Like my book is vulnerable. Everything I do is vulnerability. But I have said this before, I do struggle to be vulnerable in my personal life with everybody, like my friends, family, like past relationships and stuff. Like I have struggled to be vulnerable because I think people just don't get it sometimes. And for me, like, having that vulnerability in all areas of my life and especially in difficult situations where I literally was opening myself up to shame, rejection, the whole lot. Like I was able to be like, do you know what? Even if this person was to react negatively or even if this like, you know, we were never to like speak again or do you know what I mean? Like even if this ended negatively, then that's okay. Like, at least I can say that I have witnessed my behavior, learned from my behavior. And the best way to be accountable for your own behavior is changed behavior. Like, stop doing it. You know, go to that neutral place, stop reacting. And, you know, in those moments where I was really tested and I was like, okay, how am I gonna, like, how am I gonna react? How am I gonna, like, respond to this? I took time out. If I needed time to retreat, I retreated because it's okay to have time to think. Like we say things so in the heat of the moment and react and like that's just not good. So take your time if you need it because it's okay to, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing's gonna happen. Like take your time out, calm down, process, you know, take your time to even maybe find the forgiveness first so you can come from a place of compassion where you're like, okay, I'm from a healed neutral place now I can address this you know it's not saying like roll over and let someone walk all over you absolutely not as Brene says vulnerability is not vulnerability without boundaries like if you don't have boundaries that is not vulnerability so obviously having boundaries but also giving people compassion giving people love and being vulnerable and shame is one of the many reasons why people unable to be vulnerable because they've been shamed whether it's past present whatever like they've been shamed and shame spiraling is so easy to fall into and this is where this reactiveness comes from of like where people react 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 but it's the shame they're just feeling shamed both of them like they're feeling shame they're feeling like exposed they're feeling vulnerable and that is the most scariest thing ever because what could happen if we were like truthful and honest and open and vulnerable? Well, actually really good things I found out. But you know, as humans, our human mind is like, don't you dare be vulnerable. Like this person has wronged you. Like they are not safe. You cannot trust that. But remember, we are all one. Like this is the whole point of this life. We are all one. Yes, our humanness may 
you know, appear to separate us through all sorts of things. But when we are up in spirit, we are all one, we are all divine love. There is none of this. This is just our ego. This is just our humanness. And this is why it's important to be accountable for our behavior, not to shame it. And this is one thing that I really had to be careful with is when I witnessed my own behavior, I fell into a shame spiral of, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. Like, you do know what I mean? Like, I feel so guilty. Like, how could I have like not seen this? But the thing is, is like, we see things when we're ready to see things. Like there's a perfect timing for everything. And you know what? I'm not the first person to have fucked up and I won't be the last. We all do it. We all do it as we grow and learn. And the important thing is, is that we recognize this and that we actually stop the shame and say, hey, it's okay, I'm human. <laughs> like, I mess up, everybody messes up. This is how we learn. This is why we've come here to learn. We're here to make mistakes. We will make mistakes and that's okay because as long as we are, you know, apologetic, we forgive, we right our wrongs and we keep our side of the street clean and we have changed behavior, that is how we grow and learn, period. And, you know, we aren't always going to be the innocent parties. We're not always going to be the innocent one who just has bad things happen to them. This is why it's important to witness the mirrors. If this is happening to you in your life, where is the mirror reflecting here? Where are you, where are you crying out for love? Like this person's crying out for love, you know, look at it from a perspective, like delete the past, stop projecting the past onto the current situation and see this person for the first time. And I guarantee if you try these tools and you try these techniques, it will help you massively. And even just being in that place of neutrality, like being in that place where it's like, no, I'm gonna stop this now. Like I can be peace, I can be calm, this is all positive, can massively, massively shift this stuff. So don't let yourself feel guilty. Don't let yourself feel shame. Like maybe even the forgiveness needs to be for yourself. Like forgiving yourself for doing these things or saying these things or whatever it may be. Like forgiveness definitely works both ways to others and to yourself as well. So forgiveness is definitely key, but absolutely just witnessing this is powerful. Like, you know, it's not any, you know, it's not anything to be ashamed of. Like, shame will guilt you into thinking that you are a terrible person when you're not, you're just learning, you're just human, we're all human, like, we all make mistakes and that's okay, like, you know, we can forgive others, others can forgive us, like, do you know what I mean, like, it definitely works both ways, so neutrality is definitely the place to be, if you can resonate with all of this, like, call out your own bullshit because you will stop your own suffering for once and, change behavior, change your behavior. Because by changing this, you're gonna create shifts and changes anyway energetically because you are learning your lessons. And this is why we've come here to pick all these lessons. We've come here to learn, to evolve, to grow, to do all sorts. So these are just part of life. This is all part of life and nobody's perfect. Like, you know, no matter what anybody wants to try and portray to you, nobody is perfect everybody has an ego, everybody probably feels shame, and probably, I know so many people struggle to be truly, truly vulnerable, and we're all in this together, do you know what I mean? We are all one, we are all one, and we are all in this together, so, you know, allow yourself to feel compassion, allow yourself to feel love, allow yourself to 
invite more love into your life by being loved to more people and you know not reacting seeing someone for the first time again and deleting the past and just being neutral being neutral and you know from being in this place I've learned a heck of a lot I have been able to deal with like so many more situations in my life or even just like daily stresses really well and I'm like wow I'm just really neutral now but it's from a place of peace it's from a place of calm and that's like the best place to be absolutely so I hope this podcast has really helped you and yeah just keep keep checking in with yourself and keep calling out your bullshit when you need to because our egos will illusion us with this our egos will create these false illusions that we are like perfect and everything's great when sometimes actually like we just need to call out our own bullshit we just need to like work and tweak things a little bit apologize when we need to um and yeah hold ourselves accountable so a really good affirmation I like to use for like shame or forgiveness or anything in that kind of sphere is I can never pronounce it I guess it's like hopanobado hopano hopano it's a Hawaiian practice of forgiveness um I call it the hippo but it's basically like hopano um but just put Hawaiian practice of forgiveness in Google and it will come up. I don't know why they create such long, complicated words. Anyway, so I call it the hippo and it is saying, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you, I love you. Now you could actually say this to um, like the person or a situation, like I have done that in the past, but this is more of a practice of like an affirmation of like a releasing affirmation, a prayer, a kind of just affirmation that you could recite while doing your forgiveness practice or like, you know, releasing this in a meditation or something. So use this because it is so, so good. Like I swear by this and it allows me to just feel that little bit lighter and just kind of surrender up to the universe and say, you know, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you, I love you because we can say that to everybody in our life. No matter how hard a situation is, we can forgive everybody and we can love everybody. And sometimes we need to ask for that forgiveness as well when we have fucked up. And another really good forgiveness practice is from the book A Return to Love, which is another one of my favorite books by Marianne Williamson, which um, talks a lot about A Course in Miracles. Um, and has a lot of the teachings in that, which I absolutely love. And one of the affirmations for forgiveness in there is I forgive you and then their name and release you to the Holy Spirit. And you can use this for yourself. Like I use it for myself. I say, I forgive myself and release myself to the Holy Spirit. So that is another really good little um, forgiveness tool that I like to use. But, you know, just use your own affirmation and see what, you know, fits with you. But definitely use the hippo. The hippo is a really good practice to use. And just see how you can see things differently today. Like, what shifts can you create today in a situation? How can you be different to create a different vibration? Like, think about it. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So something's got to change and that can be you and that's not a bad thing. Like, you know, forgive, release and let go because you will feel so much freer from it. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. And of course, you can find out more about my life coach and myself over on my website emmamumford.co.uk so I hope you have a great week whatever you are up to and I'll see you in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.